What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Greenhouse Podcast. It's been a minute. I took a month off because of school, and so I have a lovely guest here that has actually been on the podcast before. David Singh is here, back at it again. Back at it again. Second time. Second time, which is a first. But he's just asking me. It's on. It's recording. Yeah, it's on. (laughs) Um, He was asking me what I thought of Battle of the Vans, which is something at our school. Did you go? I went for the last, like, 10 minutes. Last 10 minutes. So you saw Ninth Street perform. Yes. Gotcha. What did you think? I It was really cool. I love mm. the, well, I d- I'm just a very big live performance mm. guy. So sound-wise, I think the sound was there. And I also got, like, really close mm. to the stage. Yeah. So I really liked the sound. Um, they played one of my top favorite songs. Um, Which is? Uh, Best Part oh. by Daniel Caesar. It's, it's basic. It's, it's basic. It's such a basic song, but it's so good. It hits. It hits different. Yeah. It hits different. No, it does. Yeah. Um. So, did you think they? Do you think they should have won? Uh, I see. That's the thing. Like, I, I, I can't say anything yeah. because I was there for literally ten minutes. Yeah. And yeah. I, they played a really good song, and then they ended out with a really fast song, mm-hmm. which was really a beat was fun. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the song. Yeah, Daphne Blue. That was my favorite song. That's your favorite Blue. band cameo. Uh, mm, would love to see him in concert one day. Yeah. Well, I don't know who that band is. Yeah. Well, I've heard of it, of yeah. course, because like you know, a lot of friends post it, but I've never listened to them. But. They, it was a really good set yeah. from the two songs that I heard. Yeah, so. yeah. No, I was there from the beginning, and I, my friend was in Endeavors, and then it was Retro Boomin', which two of my really good friends were in it. Retro Boomin'? Retro Boomin' won. I will say that the the different color suits were definitely a vibe. Oh, really? Definitely a vibe. And Ooh. then there was another band that was good. I would say Retro Boomin' definitely won. Like, I, I understood why they won. Hmm. Best set list though, like best song choice, Ninth Street. Really? Because I knew all the songs. Yeah. And they flowed right. Kept my eye hype up. Yeah. Definitely best song choices. Best set. Mm-hmm. Best set. Okay. okay. Cool. So. So like, retro booming. Yeah. What was their set? Do you remember? I don't really don't okay. remember. It was more of just the vibe. Like it was very just. I don't know. I just liked it. I mean, the guy who was singing, it was. <laughs> I can't say this. <laughs> Just cut this part. We just cut this part out. Bleed. But, just put a like a bleep, static bleep. over it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. You actually might have to show me. <laughs> <laughs> but he is very introverted. But he like starts a completely different person on stage. Wow. Completely different person. I was like, who are you? Right. Like working the crowd. Like what is this? There are people that um actually like introverted when it comes to like one on one, but they're super extroverted when it comes to like big groups. Yeah. So there are stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, do you think you're that type of person? Um, I can be that type of person sometimes, but most of the time I'm very like extroverted with like one on one. Yeah. But you'll never see me running around campus be like running out and I be like, hey, yo, guys, it's David. Yeah, it's like I couldn't be that. I couldn't do that, and I can't. I definitely can't run ahead to or use social media account like that, (laughs) doing live events. You know. Quest days. Your girl's stepping away from it though. I'm yeah. fading out. I literally barely do anything with it now. Really? It was I already had my last quest day. Wow. No more quest day for me. So you did quest all four years? Mm-hmm. Well, three years because I'm graduating a semester early. A semester. Yeah, I have done. I calculated. I've done 21 events with ORU. Wow. 14 of them have been quest. That's crazy. Yeah. So. 
to like you have one more semester after mm-hmm. this, right? Yeah. So you're not gonna do that? You're not no. gonna do Quest again? Your girl is I'm not living in Claude anymore. Okay. I'm living in Francis. Okay. Um living the upper classman life. Yeah. One semester. One semester working my job and everything. What's your job? Yeah, so I recently just um became an account assistant for a um, a company in Dallas. So I'm moving to Dallas in the summer. Yeah, yeah. congrats. I'm Appreciate glad. it, bro. Remember we talked about this yeah. last podcast. Mm-hmm. We, we talked about it last podcast. We talked about um, just like growth and grit and what right. it was like growing up and that right. type of culture. We, um, so they, they're they like paying for housing and everything? Well, actually I'm living in housing for free because my mentor lives there. Oh, so I'm okay, actually okay. living in her parents' house. Okay. Um, and like they're never there, so I basically have a house for myself. Yeah. And it's great because like they're musicians, so they have like pianos and stuff. Awesome. And so I can just vibe and like, be my creative self. Wow. So it's so fun. So you, basically, free housing, and then you get get to work a job. Work a job that yeah. I love and finish out the rest of my year, and yeah. then the world is my oyster, as they like yeah. to say. After. I'm excited to see what you do. Oh, thank literally, you. Literally. This is my podcast. We don't talk about me. We talk about you. What's going on with you? Ah, well, I just finished recording my short film. Yeah. Um, it was very fun and very chaotic. Um, it will become for the viewers if you want to yeah. see. I'll definitely... May 3rd. Re- yeah, May 3rd gala. gala. It'll be a big gala. GLC? 7.30. 7.30. Yeah. Be there. Or be Red square. carpet. Or be lame. Don't be lame. <laughs> don't be lame. Don't be lame. <laughs> but yes, it's... Well, for the viewers, it's a story about listeners. And, uh, yeah, for, did I say story? You said viewers. Viewers, yes, <laughs> for the listeners, right? The listen, the podcasters. The pod podcast. No, we're podcasters. What do you call podcast listeners? Just podcastees. Podcastees. Okay. Podcastees. Is that? The, I don't know. I don't know. You're just. I'm just following what you <laughs> oh, say because this is your podcast. No, I'm gonna say you. wait, whatever you want to say. I'm vibing. But yeah, it's a story about um, like immigrants and a story about family mm-hmm. and a story about how you know, respect and, you know, learning to balance things in life. Um, it's taken from a very Asian point of view because that's, that's my personal point of view, but it can be, like, very um, interpreted to a lot of different cultures, yeah. and I think it will um, impact many lives, and I hope it does. So whoever watches it, hope you get something out of it, if you do watch it. Mm-hmm. But um, if they can't come to gala, they can. it's going to be obviously posted hopefully Mia reposts once I post it and yeah. she can share it to I will thing. 100% yeah but yeah uh, it's gonna be really fun it's like about should be about 10 minutes I, yeah. I'm starting editing now so it's definitely I learned a lot of lessons mm-hmm. I've learned a lot of lessons over just like life lessons and just filming lessons yeah talk about that because like at least for me I we're in that creative world like we're right. both creatives I'm more creative more strategy wise and more like social media wise you're more creative and the videography audio and production yeah. stuff like what type of life lessons can you learn from that from directing a film oof it's the biggest thing i've learned is communication mm-hmm. with other people yeah it's so simple but i think it's the hardest to master mm-hmm. because i came in and you think communication with other people is easy like i'll talk to you and mm-hmm. me and you we get along right yeah but once you're working together for what 12 hours a day for three days in the same location inside a house in the same like 500 square foot area for 25 hours yeah 
you, you start to like get some like tension you're like mm, i don't really like you that much anymore yeah it's not that i don't like my group don't get me wrong i think it's just a lot of times like you like whenever you have your own space you know how you like your yeah. space right and then when i started working with people i was very um i've started to realize i'm very introverted in the way i want to do things and i do things only my way mm -hmm. and which is not horrible it's just that no. way you operate and i think that's just what college is for mm -hmm. But at the same time, it was definitely such a difference because, like, I went in there and I felt like I felt good with my communication. And then, like, the biggest thing I got, like, winded by is, like, a lot, not a lot of people. It's just, like, people, like, start noticing things from me. I'm like, oh, maybe, like, I'm the one that's wrong. Mm -hmm. So, like, you start, like, analyzing yourself. And I'm very, like, hard on myself when it comes to, like, how to be better. And, mm -hmm. like, it's always feedback. How do I do yeah. this better? So, like, after day one, how do we do this better? After day two. First of all, let me say, our first shooting day for the whole 10 films, right? Our first shooting day, we didn't know how to schedule correctly, and we, like... Wait, you messed it. up the schedule? Well, it wasn't, like, a scheduling mess up. It was more like a, like the producer and director didn't... Um, I DP'd the first one, so mm -hmm. the producer and the director didn't couldn't communicate what they wanted, so it took longer to get what we needed. Mm -hmm. So, communication again. Yeah. So, that was, like, we went from, I think, 10 a.m., to 2.30 in the morning, our first shoot, our first like day. Like 10 a.m. in the morning? To 2 a.m. To the next morning. Yeah. Day! Yeah, in, in like a, a space this big, like 500 square feet at most. And I could, I kid you not, like, like it was fun. Don't get me wrong. It was so fun. And then you realize the reality of like, oh my goodness, this yeah. is real life stuff. Yeah. Do like you like you think about how do I what where did they go wrong in planning? Yeah. Where are we messing up and like where because like at that point it doesn't become fun, mm. right? When because you're, you're to, in the same five hundred square feet and you're there at like two o'clock yeah. in the morning and everybody's getting like hangry and like snapping. At, yeah, did y'all have a few snaps? Of course, like yeah. any group, like we're like a family. We're like yeah. a family, so we weren't scared to like just yell at each other. No, I see y'all walking around campus, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's my favorite cinema and television. Yes, it's figures. just like our little group, our little our little group. So, yeah, we we had a little you know snaps, but that night we realized like, oh my goodness, this is gonna be a long shoot. Mm. And after that, we just kept getting better and better and better. But of course, it had so many bumpy patches. Mm -hmm. Um, let's go back to my film, right? Back to my film. Uh, we filmed f uh, May, not May. Oh, I'm just stuck on that mind. I, we filmed March 30th, 31st, and the 1st of mm. April. So <clears throat> my first day of shooting, it's a soccer scene, right? There's a lot of stories inspired by soccer as like a hobby. And we're shooting the soccer scenes. And the day we were going to shoot in the morning, because our call time was 3 o'clock to like 11 o'clock. It was pretty simple. And... Um, I look at the weather and it's raining that evening. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm just going to pray and hope that yeah. we're just going to go in there and it's mm -hmm. just going to be cloudy all day, yep. which is perfect weather for shooting. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you really? Know cloudy weather? Yeah. Um, overcast is the best shooting scale. Why is that? Because you can control, like, even you get natural light as mm -hmm. well because you with the clouds, it diffuses. You know you how you never have a light just there? Mm -hmm. You always have a diffuser? Yeah. Those are the clouds. Out of, the, out of like, the ones videographer class that I took. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you need to know. <laughs> That's all I need to like, know. Like, just have a light. Don't have it, like, just there. Put something in front of it. Mm -hmm. Make it, like, soft. Because, gotcha. like, nobody, like, unless you're doing it for artistic purposes, mm -hmm. 
like don't do a hard like nobody wants to see yeah, that nobody wants a harsh yeah. Rembrandt like yeah that's the don't only thing that. that's the only thing I remember. Rembrandt. the only thing I was like triangle Hewitt? Hewitt? no who was your teacher I had Holt yeah okay. oh Holt was great yeah. I know how to set up a camera I know okay. how to use a tripod and I know how to use a light backlight film light front light yes something like that yeah profile yeah sure okay continue anyways yes so cloudy light it was really cloudy it was really great and then we got rained out Mm. like we were in the middle of our shoot we got rained out and my story is soccer field and then a sideline shot which is like towards like the entrance of the case our our soccer complex so my whole thing was day and night was there so as i was filming it i was like hold on like if we get rained out, we were in there. And then my producer, Kiora, was like, hey, David, we can't wait for this to rain out because then it will move all over night shift and we don't, I don't think we have time for this. So can we just do it in the locker room? And I was so broken when she said that because, yeah. like, my whole story is prepared to be outside. Yeah. But then she told me it was inside. So, like, that whole thing was, like, a learning lesson is that I had to be so flexible mm-hmm. in just getting the shot. Because mm-hmm. I, theoretically, through the story and my editing, like, I've already, like, looked at how I wanted to edit. So, I had some match cuts, like, you know, like, from the same night mm-hmm. to daytime. Or, like, daytime to nighttime. Like, it's going to be a cut. Like, the same position, same mm-hmm. everything, oh. this night. I think I know what I mean. Yeah. So I was going to do like a match cut, like a mm-hmm. straight cut, like the same exact yeah. location. So that can't happen anymore. No, so yeah. it really, I was like, oh my goodness, all that planning just for this to not happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, so cool. We move into the locker room. And I kid you not, it was way better than my first yeah. plan. It was way, way, way 10 times yeah. better than my first plan. I'm looking at the footage now and yeah. it's like, oh my gosh, this is like a legit soccer team. Mm-hmm. So it all worked out for my good, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And that's where like the learning lesson took place is that you... You have to be so flexible that you are able to bend and not break, right? That's good. That's a good little sound cut there. Come on. Come on, little sound bite. Yeah. (laughs) It it comes from, um, actually, a mentor, like, uh, I think Josh Damon. Mm -hmm. He said it. Yeah. Um, Like, he was like, every time we had pure success, I think what really stuck to me was like, um, blessed are the flexible because for they shall not be bent out of shape. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's so good. I even wrote it down mm-hmm. in my notebook and stuff. Yeah. But like, I twisted it to like, if you're so flexible, like we won't break. You know, like you people can- Oh my gosh, like, I forgot that you were in pure success. We both were in it. <laughs> oh my goodness. I forgot that you were in pure success when I was in it. We were both in it, Mia. You were always, <laughs> we were, you always sat right, right in front of us or next to us. Oh, I totally forgot, bro. My day. Everything. No, you're good. Yeah. I totally forgot that. You did it one year, right? Well, I'm doing. I'm a head coach right now. Oh, you're still a head I'm coach. I'm still okay. a head. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, that really stuck to me. Yeah. It's like you have to be so flexible, and of course, it was hard to say yes to my producer because theoretically, she she ran the production. I was well, just there for, to direct. For producers, basically, yeah. do the whole thing. Yeah, they, they just they say... They produce, you just tell them. Yeah, I just tell the actors, like, do this and do this. And the producer's like, hey, you don't have time. Actually, that shot. you can't do that, though. So she was basically like, hey, you can't do that shot. And I'm like, there's so many times, like, most of our films, our producers just told us, hey, you just got to take this shot yeah. out. And I was so crushed, let me tell yeah. you. I was so, yeah. so crushed when my producer, not her fault, it's because time-wise, we're so strict on mm-hmm. time. We cut like half of the shot. We just mm-hmm. cutting half of the shot. Half, half, half. We went in like we finished shooting around midnight. We stayed up until three. They fixed next uh, the next day schedule. We cut half of the shots. We got to the shoot. We cut more. 
So like, mm-hmm. think about that. It was just like, oh my gosh. So I'm learning how to be efficient, mm-hmm. how to have good communication, how to be flexible. Yeah. Because that's the real world. That's the real world. You got to be efficient, be able to communicate, and you also got to be able to like bend and yeah. be malleable. I don't think malleable is the right word. But, you know, just be able to go yeah. with the flow. Yeah. My friend, uh, Garrison. Do you know Garrison Lucy? Yes. Okay. I he, I was asking him to film something for me, and he was saying, like, yeah, like, in our class, we were, like, breaking pasta. He's an engineer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why the heck were y'all breaking pasta? Like, how is that going to be engineering? Right. It was like we were finding, like, the different breaking points mm-hmm. of, like, pasta. And I thought that was interesting how you said, like, you have to be, how Josh said, like, you have to be able to bend but not break. Yeah. And I feel like oftentimes, like, I don't know why, it just made me think of pasta just, like, a lot of times, especially in college settings, especially, like, when you're doing a film or senior project or, like, this really big monumental, like, moment in your life, it's so easy to, like, break at a certain point. Yeah. Um, And some, I don't think breaking points are bad. Like, sometimes you have to come to a breaking point to, like jump over a giant hurdle or right. be able to become flexible yeah. but there you don't want to have so many breaking points where it's just like you have nothing left yeah to like you know yeah do. to give and to, to give. give yeah i think last semester i've like i don't break down much i think last mm-hmm. semester was one of the times i actually broke down yeah right we had a live show mm-hmm. it's called after hours and yeah. we had a show it was really fun i directed the second episode mm-hmm. and we put a lot of work into it um putting different communi- communities in it, different, like, um, groups across ORU in it. Yeah. And, like, it was very fun, but I'm not saying it wasn't fun. It was a lot of work. Yeah. And I was never that stressed in my whole life. Yeah. The day of recording, like, a live show, I was in the restroom, and I don't even think most of my classmates know this. I was just throwing up. Yeah. I was just like, Lord, please help me right yeah. now. Because it was a lot of things I had to go right in order for this to work, and at the end, it was really good. Mm-hmm. Like, it was really good student-ran production. And, you know, all, all glory to God, so. But, yeah, back to, like, the filming and stuff. It was, like you said, those three things yeah. gets you so many opportunities yeah. and just gets you more um, toned, in a way. Mm-hmm. We're talking, gets you toned. Toned? Yeah, toned. <laughs> just you know? toned, you know, like, gonna get my workout and I'm just gonna be toned. Yeah, it's like a uh, characteristic toned, you know. Interesting. I've never heard of that put that way before. Maybe I shouldn't know that. Maybe I don't know how I feel about getting toned. You know, be toned. It's like, huh? Even girls? Yes, even girls can get toned. <laughs> okay, so you got the filming going on. Yeah. Let's see what else. What else is happening in David's world? Mm, well, I applied to two internships. Okay. So I have a I have an interview tomorrow. Okay. I should be hearing back from another. Two, they said today or tomorrow, mm. so I should be hearing back today or tomorrow from one internship, yeah. and then another one. I, I'm interviewing tomorrow. That's so, exciting. Yeah. Getting ready for senior year. Yeah. How do you feel? Senior year, it's it's come. It came up fast. Oh yeah, like yeah. I can't believe we started as freshmen. Like what? Three years ago? Feels like literally yesterday. Yeah. I was moving into my dorm room, and I was like, uh... You know what I was thinking the other day? I was, I saw your picture, and I was like, I remember Mia. What picture? No, I don't remember. It was just, like, your story. And then, like, it just brought back, like, a memory of you, um, a core memory, if you want to say it. A core memory of, like, during COVID, when you, Michaela, 
and who was it? I don't know who meant the other girl that ran ORU 2024. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you three were like constantly like updating us, like we're gonna have so much fun, we're gonna do this. <laughs> And like everybody was following that page, Bro. and like and remember the like the I can't the introduction images. Those were like <laughs> every week. Like I would like I kid you not. I went back last week or like three weeks ago, and I was like, I was telling my friends, I was like, hey, this is the images from when you guys posted. Yeah. They were like, hey, my yeah. name is this and this, and I'm gonna be studying this. Um, so my I'm my pulling my, it up right now. <laughs> My uh, my my hobbies are this this and this. Can't wait to see meet you all. <laughs> wait, who's the admin guys? Oh my gosh, who runs this page? Michaela, Grace, Mia, Home New Orleans, Majors, Communication and Population, um, Public Relations, Quarantine Snack, Goldfish, oh. Go To Song, Can I Call You Tonight, which is still a great song. By Dayglow. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, favorite quarantine snack. What was your quarantine snack? Ooh. Mm. I don't know if I had a snack. But I had the the TikTok iced coffee. Remember that? Oh, the whip coffee. Yeah, the whip coffee. That was my thing. <laughs> Were you ever posted on this page? Oh my god. No, I was. I was. I'm sorry. I was just. I couldn't do it. Oh, like, you couldn't do it. You yeah. were just an observer. Yeah, I was observing. I was was that guy that followed and liked everybody's yeah. posts. But I was just like in the bushes. She doesn't even go to ORU. And Michaela's in freaking Mexico. Right yeah, now. I remember. Michaela's just chilling in. Michaela's Mexico. just chilling in New Mexico. Okay, question. Question. And I'll cut this out if you don't want me to put it yeah. in. Is it true that the guys actually go through these and like see which what are cute girls? Did, uh, did you do that? Most definitely, hundred percent. Most guys do that uh-huh. because it's like, I'm sorry, guys. I'm exposing uh, exposing trade. the boys. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm taking one for the team. All right, it's okay. I'll take one for the team. But it was. It's, I feel like, yeah, I mean, just like how girls would do it, right? Like you guys would like be like, okay, this guy's cute, right? Am I wrong? Am I wrong? We do that, but we go on a whole FBI hunt. Like, yeah, I okay. will find out who your mom is, who your sister nah, is. No, I wouldn't do that. Like, oh, I don't go that deep. But I will say those those Instagram posts, like, it really was like, okay, this girl's coming. Okay, cool. Like, like mm, what, I'll befriend her. Like, what friend group is she going to be in? <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm trying to find mine because I think I'm pretty sure... In my intro, I said I was going to major in... Hold up. This is going to be really funny when I read this out loud. Um, Do you still have the account on you? No. We lost a girl who like, opened it. It's like to her email. And she doesn't even... She goes to OKC now. She doesn't Dang. even... Otherwise, I would totally bring it back up. Because yeah. I think that would be so fun since we're about to graduate, you know? Right? Yeah. Okay. I'm majoring in communications with either a minor in graphic design, marketing, or computer science. Wow, look at that, all changed. All changed. Except, so you still uh, mark uh, PR, right? I'm PR in advertising, yeah. but a lot of people don't know that I wanted to go to Baylor. Mm. I major in physics. Physics? Physics. Oh my gosh. Can you believe that? Well, you're Asian, so no. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I wanted to major in physics and study black holes. Real? You know, speak on that. Oh. That is such a coincidence. I was... At Astronomer. Astronomer. I was an astronomy like geek Geek. in middle school. I think that's more of a nerd. No, it's a geek. Yeah, I was geeked out by like black holes. Interesting. Yeah, like literally black holes. My top three movies are Interstellar, La La Land, and. um, Good movies. Interstellar, La La Land. I, I think the other one was. Sorry, I'm like blanking so hard right now. 
I think it has to be, it has to be Inception too. Christopher Nolan just hits any for Christopher me. Nolan movie, yeah. like the cinematography yeah. in those films. Have you seen the one about the magician? Which by Chris, one? It's called The Prestige. It's by Chris. Oh, Nolan. I haven't seen those. I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen you, that and Memento. Okay, Memento is really good. You need to watch The Prestige. Okay. It is so good. Like the ending. Mm-hmm. The ending is like mind blowing. I'll watch it tonight. You have to. I'll it watch is. it tonight, and if I don't text you tomorrow, like text me back. It is so good. Chris, but you're right. Christopher Nolan movies. I watched Interstellar the other day just for fun. Yeah. Oh my god. The soundtrack. Soundtrack beautiful. La La Land soundtrack beautiful. City of Stars. Yeah. Soundtrack is hard for me to listen. It has to be in the mood for um, mm-hmm. both of them, yeah. but like. Um, what is it? Both of their soundtrack is like solid. I mm-hmm. think for me now as like a filmmaker, mm-hmm. the score is really important as mm-hmm. well because like as a as a, a constant like you know what makes a good film. Yeah. It's not just like the story. Yes, of course the story drives this, the things, but you see on all these action movies, there's really no story. It's mm-hmm. just like it's cinematically really interesting mm-hmm. and it's like very upbeat and it yeah. just keeps people entertained. Yeah. Right. At the end of the day, most like directors like will do that just for like the the like the the wow and the, yeah. the wowing of people, right? Yes, but uh, some of them are stories. Some like Christopher Nolan's are very like you think through it. You're like, oh my goodness, this was happened there, and then I that love was those happened there. Movies, it's like when you have to think. Like the Prestige, right? it's like entertaining, but you have to think because yeah. like. I don't want to spoil it for you. Okay, like, don't, don't say it. The ending is... Oh my gosh, okay. the ending is so good. It's yes. so good. I'm going to watch it tonight because I need a movie break. I haven't had a movie yeah, break. Yeah, you're like yeah. editing like what, like hours worth of content? Yeah, like I'm literally running a computer that I'm about to like edit. Like, that's just... Yeah. That's crazy. Are those two terabyte things? Yeah, that's two terabytes. That's one terabyte. Dang. Three terabytes and they're full already. I just bought the two terabyte like that's, a couple When, when do you have to technically have your, your thing done? Um, like we have to send it to a group of board, uh, like alumni, mm-hmm. I think a week before May. So Dang. basically all of April, you're just, editing. yeah. And also I'm the last one to film. So everybody else had theirs, like probably like oh, wow. cut up already. Yeah. And I'm the last one. So I get the low shortest amount of time to edit. Oh, dang. Yeah. Yep. But uh, I think I can do it. I'll yeah. do it. I'll do it. It's, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to see this film. I've always loved the film gala. Yeah. Like, I, last one was so good. I just yeah. love seeing all the... <sighs> yeah. Well, this year is even going to be better. I'm expecting big things, yeah. David. Big things. Yeah. Okay. As we wrap up our time here. Yes. My question for you is, what's something that has surprised you about yourself this semester? Wow. Good question. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I think one of the biggest things. Give me a second to think. Call it the creative juices one. Yeah. I think my biggest thing is this semester is how much I underestimated myself. Okay. Because, let me explain. I used to be like, Whenever, back freshman year, let's just go freshman year to now, my junior year, mm-hmm. like a big difference. I used to miss classes because I was just like, I oh, miss classes, I knew what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And because I came in with a lot of experience mm-hmm. and um, most of my friends didn't like do as much as I did yet. So like I came in, I was like, from that first like semester, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm pretty much chilling. 
And then like everything started catching up with me and then I realized like how behind I am now. And then so last year was like really, really like a realization year for me, like semester, last semester, not last semester, but like the end of uh, sophomore year, um, my film was like horrible. Like I didn't write it, but I directed it mm-hmm. and it was horrible. So yeah. like I re- came to a realization, I said no more, like yeah. no more slacking. So last semester was like, I was, I used to, Back then, I used to be like, oh, I'm sick or I don't feel well today. I miss class. I miss class. And I was like, I'm not going to come because I don't want to. And then now I realized the persistence that if you keep going and you persevere through those, like super cringy. But if you keep being persistent, even though like it doesn't make sense at all, it really, honestly, I think it pays off in the end. Like, I had so many moments where I was by myself up at night, and then the next morning, I realized, like, okay, I'm grateful that I did this last night. Like, I'm grateful I stayed up until 3, 4 a.m., and I woke up, like, 6 Mm a.m. to do this. Because, like, what do you really want to do, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. yes, you're going to have to... I'd rather sacrifice some nights than, like, drag everything out at once, right? So I sacrificed some of my sleep to do this, and then I became so persistent at like, okay, like we said last episode, just to get better and better and better. Yeah. Like every time I see my classmates work, I'm like, you all do great. Better and then I'll each go, day. I'll go to myself, okay, how do I make this better? Mm-hmm. How do I make this better? And I'm not saying this from a perspective of, oh, I got everything together. Mm-hmm. Like I'm saying this from a perspective of, oh, I'm like here, I want to get there. Yeah. And. Funny enough, I was just thinking about um, what's I get um, Matthew McConaughey's. He won um, an Oscar one time, and he gave the best speech I think I've ever like. I'll remember this. Mm-hmm. He said um, one time somebody told me, "Who do you want to be when you grow up?" When he was like ten years old, right? Mm-hmm. And then he said, "I don't know." And then he and then he said, "Come back to me in ten years." So when he was twenty, the same guy comes up to him and he said, who, "Do you know who you want to be now?" And then he goes, "Well." No, come back to me in 10 years. And then when he was 30, he um, he went back to that, the same person came back. And then he said, I, I'm going to be from, I'm chasing that person 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. So basically, you're always chasing the person who you want yeah. to be. Because you know that you're not going to be perfect in 10 years, but you can yeah. be a lot better. Because yeah. I've seen myself be better in six months when I put oh, yeah, a lot I've of work. Oh yeah, I've seen you grow. Like from who I knew you from freshman year to now, mm. you've grown so much. And even though like we haven't stunk like, I'm stuck together and like have been like close close like right. from a distance I've known you've grown appreciate it and that's what all really matters it's yeah. like now it's like like that persistence it will add up like the small things start to add up and mm-hmm. I think that a lot of people I used to view it in a very like um, our society and yeah. our, our generation is like okay if I don't see immediate change if I don't see this then I don't like it I don't I'm not comfortable with it I got so uncomfortable doing things that I felt comfortable doing. And then, like, I did, I got back. Yeah, let me re-explain. Whatever felt was comfortable, I did it in an uncomfortable way. Yeah. Right? Whatever I was really good at, I did it again and made myself go through it twice as hard. Mm-hmm. So, like, I built it back up and mm-hmm. coming back from that. And I realized, like, the hustle. I like yeah. I love hustling. I love hustling. So, like. Before then, I used to be like lazy. I used to be yeah. just like chilling. I'll be in my room doing nothing, mm-hmm. and I'll keep throwing things that off. That creative hustle. Yes, creative it's that, hustle. As a creative person, like we just need to keep persistent, and just have to have different tool sets in yeah. your in your in your belt, belt yeah. under your belt. Just be like, hey Mia, can you 
can you run audio for me? And I'll be like, <laughs> you yeah, we'll like, run audio. Mia got me because she got her own setup right here. Look at that. You got I your own setup. Just bring this setup. Just bring up this, just the mic and my computer. Yeah, I'll, I'll, just hold I'll the do, computer and hold them. Like, here you go, guys. Boom mic. Boom check. <laughs> I don't even think that's a thing. Hey, that is. You said it right. It's what? like you're like, boom check. And then boom check. Like, yeah. Can you hear me? Okay, great. And action. Yeah. Well, no, I would call action, but well, yeah. you know, I'm anyway. You're, you're new. You're new. I'm new. I forgive I'm, you. I, thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, that's so good. It kind of goes back to like what we talked about on the first time when you were here on the podcast right. about having that creative hustle and making sure you're not getting burned out, but you can yeah. still be creative and still do something. But right. as long as it's creative rest. Yeah. That's oh, so good. That's rest. so good. Okay. Well, David, thank you so much for being on the podcast again. Yeah. Guys, thank you all so much for listening. I'm so excited for season two dropping. A lot of fun things are happening coming in April. And I'm excited for y'all to come along with the journey for me. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. And I will see you guys later. Bye. Ciao.